0: This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: Open for Business is powered by Bosboulet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury, and welcome to Open for Business this morning. Now, you may have heard me talk a lot about drones. And in the past, I've spoken about drones that have been used to investigate power lines and to check out crops and all of that kind of stuff. And there's quite an investment in drone technology here in Malaysia from like MDEC and some other companies who really want to get involved with this technology. But there's another side to drones as well, and it's um, less commercial, I guess. There's definitely fun behind it, and this is about drone racing. The drone racing here in Asia. Now, it's a drone race. Asia are a premier drone racing organization based in KL, with a mission to promote the sport of FPV drone racing and inspire the next generation of pilots. And they have an event that's happening very soon, which we'll be speaking about in today's show. I have two people with me on the phone line. I have YY, who is from Magic Beans Alchemy, and I have uh, Johnson, who is from Drone Race Asia. I know they're having an event, and I want to make sure I've got the date right. It is between the 1st and the 3rd of December. Correct, guys?
0: Yes. Yes. All right.
1: Uh, Plaza Laoya in KL. And it's uh, there's a champion uh, prize pool of up to 5,000 US dollars. No small change here, guys. Why, why? Let's kick off with you then. Thank you and welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
0: I'm great. Thank you, Richard. I'm here.
1: Now, can you tell me, I guess, about the the inception of, of Magic Beans and, and how you guys came to be the hosts for Drone Race Asia?
0: Well, it all started with my background as an e engineer. It wasn't my first choice. I was following my parents' de- decision. You know, the typical Asian culture things where the young ones, I expected to follow the parents' de- decision.
1: I know. Yeah. yeah.
0: So after that, I get to do what I wanted. I studied in mm. film and animation. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. And along the years, I developed passions in business. Mm-hmm. So with these experiences, it helped to structure my mind and in the same time, fueling my creativity and innovation spirit. Right. With this unique exposure, in 2013, I decided to found Measure Alchemy,
1: a marketing okay.
0: company yeah. with the mission of marrying business, arts and technology for businesses.
1: Fantastic.
0: Wonderful. And, and we progressed very well. Two years ago, I initiated the development of our own IP program. Yeah. Which will focus on robotics, AI, and drones. Yeah. As that is where the world is headed. Yeah. This direction eventually led to the inception of Drone Race Asia.
1: Aha. Now, which leads me nicely moving on to uh, Johnson, of course, who's involved very heavily with, with uh, Drone Race Asia. Johnson, tell me a, a little bit about yourself and how you got involved with Drone Race Asia.
2: Right, so um, my friends started playing drones. And for me, it's very excited. There's a new thing that you have to wear goggles. Yes, you can look in a, on a view of a drone, a, a drone's perspective to fly in the sky. So that was new to me. Yeah. So I wanted to give it a try. Instantly, hook on. So I like that immersive experience that you fly on the sky. Although mm. like there is a um, few regulations that you have to comply with. Become yeah. um, own privacy issue. You can fly to like neighborhood and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But besides that, um, fly responsible, and you you definitely enjoy the feeling as well.
1: Let's let's talk about the technical side of things, then Johnson. You know, what would you say are some of the primary challenges in establishing drone race Asia when you started off? You know, especially when we look at drone tech and the regulations that you just referred to, it, it can't have been an easy process, I guess.
2: Yeah, it's not an easy process. So first thing first is that we have to understand these um, legals and regulatory requirements. Yeah. Different countries have their own drone regulations. Some are allowed to use frequency up to 2.4 gigahertz, while others are permitted to use up to 5.8 gigahertz. So these complex regulations are very crucial to stay informed of. The next I would say will be like the safety and education wise. So in our DRA Racing Club, We ensure everyone is equipped with the necessary um, skills and knowledge Mm. to operate drones safely and also responsibly.
1: Those those two words seem to come up quite a bit: safely and responsibly. Uh, Something I think we'll 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 circle back to that in a minute. Why, why? Over to you. You know, uh, Magic Beans Alchemy, known for hosting innovative events, right? Yeah. Yes. how does hosting Drone Race Asia align with the mission and the vision of, of this organization that you have?
0: Right. Major Bin's alchemy motto is planting ideas, growing brands. We yeah. grow brands that take roots. So early this year, we formed a new division called Bing Geek, dedicated to academic research and development, focusing in the fields of robotic drones and AI. Uh-huh. It is because with years of marketing experience, we were thinking of why not to bring the same energy and expertise to the world of tech. So in join Race Asia, we actively listen to our local community needs. Right. And here, Rich, please allow us to share with you one yeah. of the ones in the industry right now.
1: Yeah.
0: With the lack of funding for high-quality races, very limited international exposure, Plus, the professional pilots find it hard to maintain in the game due to the high maintenance cost for their equipment. Right. So, plus our own uh, research showed that we sent out about four thousand uh, questionnaires to the Malaysia public range of fifteen to forty years. That is our target audience. Actually, yeah. We ask them why you are not taking part in any drone race event. More than half, which say that they are not sure what is FPV drone racing to begin with. Right. So observing this, I realized that FPV drone racing in Malaysia still requires a lot of education and exposure. Yeah. But to look at it from a different perspective, mm. the untapped potential is massive.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So um, they were feedback to us that we should start small. But this will only bring minimum impact and put us as a jago kampung again because this mm. is what is actually happening in drone racing scene in Malaysia now. Mm.
1: Do you think one of the barriers is cost, though? Because as as you mentioned, you know, these drones are not so cheap, are they? I mean, even for a starter kit, they can be quite expensive. Um, Yeah. Is that part of the bigger problem, do you think?
0: Yep, it could be. Yeah. But in Malaysia, we have a lot of talents that are able to build the DIY drones and fine-tune it in a very good performance. Mm Mm-hmm. In the lower cost. Aha. Yeah.
1: I want to quote MacGyver kind of styles. Yes, you know? yes. Right, right, right. It's
0: very fair to say that most of the drone racers are MacGyvers because, yes. yeah, because the constant crash will eventually push them to learn how to fix their own yeah. drone.
1: They're my favorite kind of people, you know, tinkerers who, you know, want to make things better, push the boundaries a little bit, you know, I I love those kind of folks. And and that kind of leads me on to my next question. And this is for you, Johnson, Johnson. And and it's talking about innovation, you know, Um, how do you think Drone Race Asia then has pushed the boundaries of drone racing, you know, particularly when it comes to things like technology and these competitive formats? What are you guys doing differently?
2: All right. So for boundaries wise, we don't have any case study since we are the first in the world to actually host this vertical race course. Yeah. There's no case case study has been done, there's nothing to refer to. So what changes is that normally in international competitions, pilots use the five inch size drones to fly mm-hmm. in a white space area, while the RE event is like a different ball game. So we use three inch size drones in a tight and also small circuit. So it emphasizes more on a precision flying instead of a speed flying in a wide space area. So it wow. needs to be more intense as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. drones that actually flew in uh, this wide space area are still salvageable when they crash. But <laughs> in the array case, it's not. It's due not. To, yeah. Due to the if you
1: crash is gone.
2: Uh you can still salvage it somehow. It's like a fifty fifty chance if they stuck on the net, then you still can salvage right. it. Yeah. Right. Okay. But
0: it crash on the ground, we are so sorry because it's a dive down twenty meter height.
1: Twenty meters. Yeah. Wow. Okay, let's take a short break here. Folks, I'm speaking with uh, YY from Magic Beans Alchemy and Johnson from Drone Race Asia Drone Racing Club. They are having an event uh, between the uh, 1st and 3rd of December 2023, the very first indoor vertical drone race in the world. There are prizes up for grabs. Of course, we'll find out more about some of the prizes perhaps a little bit later on in the show. We have to take a short break here, though. You are tuned in to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Breakfast for Masters, BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by Possbully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, the Business Station. Welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Rich Bradbury. I'm speaking with YY from Magic Beans Alchemy and Johnson from DRA, Drone Race Asia Drone Racing Club, uh, about the event that they're having on the uh, between the first and third of December at Plaza Lau Yet. Um, I guess I want to speak to you, YY, about th- this dynamic nature of, of drone racing. How have Magic Beans uh, Alchemy taken to, I mean, th- this can be something quite important, and we've mentioned it a couple of times already, to make sure people are safe, yet they can still feel as though they're engaged and part of the whole event.
0: Thank you, Rach. Okay. Safety and uh... Engagement, yeah? Yeah. Well, there is a price to pay when you are the first in the world rich.
1: reach. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Because um, there was, most of the time, we do not have a reference to refer to. And our team faced quite a number of challenges. First, yeah. the drones can fly as fast as 160 km per hour. And in the tight concourse area, we have to make sure that we net up the entire uh, space. Right. Imagine you walk into Plaza Law on the ground floor you look up four or five stories high yeah. so we have to net up every single level from ground floor to the highest level. Right. This is to prevent the drone crashes outside the race track.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And our team put in a lot of effort to figure out how to place the net setting up the gate the obstacle in the air Taking consideration of the building structure load balance without mm. sacrificing the aesthetic value and meet the requirement from the technical side.
1: It's got to look cool, right, as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got to look cool. The first thing is like how to dress it up first, income first to look, make it look cool is put yeah. on LED lights. You know, these yeah. are a great race course with LEDs. And yeah. and all the materials have to be solid and um, not easily ignite by fires. You know, we have to take all uh-huh. these cautions and, and our technical teams also came back and mentioned that the flooring have to be more like how to say it, soft so that when the when the drone crash on it that might be still a slim chance for them to solve it.
1: Right. So we're, just, we're, we're trying not to make the drones explode.
0: Yeah well, in a way and, and and we make sure that every level have these uh additional fire extinguishers. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from the one already existed in the building,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so mm-hmm. and one thing, public liability—sorry, uh, public liability insurance coverage. This is the interesting part. I was having a tough time getting the event insured. Rich. Right. <laughs> there was no precedent. imagine. Yeah. 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 And secondly, to convince the underwriters, yeah, yeah. they have no no clue on how and why small drones are racing in the mall in the first place. So it took us a couple of months to to feed them information, to get this sorted out, mm. literally a couple of months. Mm, yeah. Mm. yeah.
1: I mean, I, if we kind of relate it to something that people who don't know about drones and FPVs, um, and if, if we relate it to stuff like, Uh, Johnson, this is a question for you. For stuff like Formula One teams, for example, you know, Formula One teams have limitations. Your engine can only be of a certain size. You can only carry a certain amount of fuel. Um, You're only allowed X amount of tire changes, you know, these kind of things. If we apply that to these drones that we are racing, you know, how do you make sure that it, it, it's, it, it's fair and competitive. Do, do you have similar kind of guidelines for the, the drones that are
2: racing? In fact, Mitch, you're right. So the, the procedure is similar with conventional races like F1 and GPs as well. Yeah. So with care, careful considerations, we have drone specifications for them to comply before participating in races. Right. So for example, the coming race in December, we need pilots to race in 3-inch size propellers as battery and also a limited size range of motor size for that. Right. So for the race, all pilots need to get inspected their equipments to ensure that they are compliant with the rules and safety standards as well. Yeah. Yeah. So designing the race course is challenging, but it's also important for us, to be fair. So prior before the event, we will be releasing simulations and also floor plans to pilots. Yeah. So they could on the simulation and also understand the race cost as well. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Okay, okay. Now, something like
1: this when you're putting on an event like this um, and especially with it being something first of its kind as well, partnerships, collaborations, uh, essentially funding, you know, are big things. You know, how did you go about those conversations Uh, and who are the people that have come in to be collaborators and to be partners?
0: Yeah, this is a good question, Rich. Money. <laughs> Funding. Yeah, money. Yeah, and it's my responsibility. Um, okay. Um, I guess the title, First in the World, Capture the Attention. Yeah. yeah. And the nature of the sports, the rush, excitement, and it's a new sport.
1: Yeah.
0: And um, and in terms of collaborations, you know from, from the bottom of my heart, I would like to extend my gratitude to the director of Lawyer Group, Datuk G.T. Law, hmm. who see the potential of Drone Race Asia and coming on board as a platinum and venue sponsor for this event right after one official meeting. One official meeting. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So when I initially presented Drone Race Asia to Datuk, he immediately recognized its potential and this event aligned with their vision serving as a launching pad for Plaza Lawyer to be acknowledged as the forefront tech hub in Malaysia. So this is how we started. One meeting, on. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And of course, uh, in terms of funding, uh, thank you to Ministry of Youth and Sports. Uh, They came out this year with uh, GPS grant, grant Padanan Sutan. Yeah. Uh, This this, uh, funding definitely helped us in pushing the boundaries for the
1: race. But well, this, this is all excellent use.
0: Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yes. It's like we are at the right time, right place, and right, right moment, you know? Right. And, and initially, the plaza lawyer management offered the venue. We were given the task to transform this 26-meter ceiling height, with only 1,200 square meter narrow concourse into a drone racing race course. My team told me it was impossible. Even Johnson told me, forget about it, YY. Forget about the money, forget about uh, the, the chance. I said, but let's try and see what we can make it happen. Yeah. Johnson said that draw racing is organized in white space area with at least a stadium size. Yeah. Plus the crowd in the mall
1: yeah. and the
0: frequency interference is a nightmare, YY, he told me. Yes. Yeah, but the, in the these- end-
1: these were some of the questions that I was going to ask and raise towards the end of the interview. right? When I think of FPV drone racing, I'm looking at it in wide open spaces, in parks, you know, these kind of big spaces where there's almost nobody around. This is literally the opposite of that. It's a very tight space. There's likely to be hundreds of people around. So not only are you doing the first in the world, but you're doing something that's very technically challenging
0: years. With that reach, our participant seats were filled out within a month. Wow. And we attracted at least 10 international racers with world-class championship titles.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they are mainly from US, Europe, Singapore, Taiwan, Korea. Yeah. And reach, this is the first time in Malaysia that a drone racing event able to put in such high-profile participation. This is right. something that we are very proud
1: I mean, so we were just talking about collaborations and, and obviously Drone Race Asia has collaborated with Magic Beans Alchemy for, the, for this to happen. You know, how did, how did that partnership and how did that collaboration come around, Johnson? And how have they helped you out technically apart from why giving
2: you headaches? So it was definitely a fine collaboration with Magic Beans Alchemy of us. Yeah. So Magic Bean has been a very valuable partner to us in ensuring our event was top notch in all aspects. So what of the key ways that they contributed was the quality setup. It was to world-class standard. Another thing is that Magic Bean's Alchemy has been very instrumental in increasing visibility and promotion in uh, our events. Mm. So their effort had attracted more members, more sponsors, more spectators to the event, which in turn elevated their whole event's profile and success. They also supported us in building a strong professional brand identity for DRA. So from logos to professional materials, they made sure that our event stands out and a lasting performance as well. Great
1: stuff. And I've got one final question. I want to ask this of the two of you. Obviously, this is the first time. um, And it sounds like, hopefully, it's not going to be the last time uh, that something like this happens. How do you see the future of drone racing in all formats here expanding in Malaysia? Do you see, you know, more wider spaces where this can be used? And, and do you see more vertical races? I mean, talk me through like what you might see happening in five or six years' time.
0: Ken, um, which is what we envision in Drone Race Asia. So we'll keep pushing the boundaries. So uh, we have, we, we are currently exploring various styles of competitions. We do not limit to racing. Yeah. We are going to venture in freestyle competition. Yeah, this again will create another chapter of history in the world's drone racing scene because we're going to compete in the higher one of the high towers in
1: Malaysia. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And on, uh, uh, on top of that, we were trying to raise the awareness and ties the public to come on board in the race, for racing. so we are exploring different type of fun-based small drones right um, it can be as, as small as a palm size we call it tiny whoops so this one even if it's you know it, it hits on you that's, that's, it won't get hurt yeah so we're trying to build more fundraisers and exploring pop-up stores with plaza lawyers yeah so, yeah. so in okay. long term wise Apart from these FPV in the sky, we are set to conquer the RC FPV on the ground as well.
2: Yeah. All right. Johnson, do you have anything to add? Yeah. Um, what I could say is that DRA will definitely remain committed to foster global collaborations with to enthusiasts, leading to more upcoming, more exciting international competitions and also innovation sharing. Future races will definitely ch- be more challenging in terms of aerial obstacles, uh, position movements, and also new racing formats that definitely push pilots to be better. Uh Other than that, I would say stay tuned to our social media platforms, follow us, like us on our page, subscribe, so you won't miss a bit on any upcoming exciting races. You can find us on Facebook by searching Drone Asia, Mm. or our dedicated website as well, www.droneraceasia.com. Yeah. Wonderful, guys! Thank you very much for your time today.
1: Thank you, man. thank you, Ray. thank you for having Good you. luck with everything, and I, I, I think I'm going to have to come down and see this. I'd love to see this happen. I will see you between the first and the third, then at Laoyat Plaza. Yeah. See you.
0: See you. All right. folks i've been on the
1: phone with yy from magic beans alchemy and of course johnson from dra drone racing club if you miss any part of this show go download the podcast it's available on the apple app store or google play for bfm 89.9 my name is rich bradbury here on bfm 89.9 are you open for business register your company with bossbully.com malaysia's first online company secretary